Hello, everyone, and welcome to Six Figure Souls Doing Good and Making Money. This is a special season five where we are highlighting our co-authors of our collaborative book, The Ultimate Guide to Creating Your Soul-Aligned Business, 25 Practical Strategies from the Experts. I am your host, Camille Miller. I am lead author for the book and pioneer of the soul professional movement. Today, we have Amy Flores Young, also known as Floyo, with us. She is the author of Chapter 8, A Journey from Panic to Profit, The Power of Leveraging Retreats. Welcome, Amy. Thanks for coming on our podcast today and talking a little bit about your experience in writing your chapter. Yeah, I'm just thrilled to be a part of the book. Yeah, I'm excited. So your chapter was excellent. I know you, so it's easier for me, but but I want to talk a little bit about your experience. This was your first time being an author. Yes. And writing your story, which I thought was excellent, by the way. And um, just to give a little highlight, Amy's story is really about going from like career high to super low. You talked about your depression and what that was. But what I loved that you wrote is the process was messy. <laughs> And you, you talk about what that's like for you, but I thought that was so important to highlight that it's not linear for anyone. I don't care who you are or what you do when you become that entrepreneur. And most of the people in the soul professional movement or that are looking to become entrepreneurs are coming out of something corporate, coming out of a life that didn't make their heart sing or in your case, it did. You loved your job. Yeah. Right. Actually, I was a not-for-profit executive as well, yeah. and I loved my job. But that just kind of positioned me better for what I do today. So exactly. your story kind of had that same ideas yeah. for me. But tell us what it was like to tell your story. I don't know if this is the first time you've told your story. Yeah, what it was, was it like first, for you? It was the first time I had to tell my story in this way. In a, I'm a. I'm a keynote speaker, talker, you know, um, definitely a live in-person type personality um, and never wanted anything to do with writing. As a travel-based business, when COVID and everything happened, every coach I knew, every person, write the book, write the book. I'm like, I'm not writing a book. Like, no, (laughs) I just, part of what I did early on in my career was um, development and grant writing, which is oh, a lot of BS yeah. writing, if you will, yeah. filling pages for the sake of hitting a word count, yeah. <laughs> um, which I was really good at, but I like, again, hated it. I hated that part. I am a, I am a black and white, two words or less, like yes, no answer. Like, so writing and being fluffy and, and visions and it wasn't, it just wasn't what I felt I could do or that it would showcase what, you know, who I am and what I do. So this was the first time I really stepped into that. It was a huge comfort zone thing for me. But the reason I did it was because, like I said, so many people wanted me to write the book on group travel, retreat travel, the how to's, the why's, all of it. And there are books out there that are fabulous that already do that. Yeah. And I use them and I tell people who aren't ready for me yet, read the book first. And I send them other people's yep. books. Yep. There was no need to recreate the wheel. That's how I felt. Yep. Um, but when you came and we, I think we talked about this even before you 
officially signed up to be the lead author you were our first first sign on by the way (laughs) yeah I was like I was in before you did it first yeah you were sure you were going to do it because of that title creating the soul aligned business and that was my whole messy journey I never thought I was somebody that was going to work for myself um I always you know like you said everything in my life previous had been pretty linear yeah. Success yeah. and you grow and success and you grow and success and you grow. So when I switched that into like an entrepreneurial build my own thing, it was success and you fall flat and success and you fall flat. It, it was a, it was a, it was hard. It was a hard, um, what's like, it was hard for my, for my ego to take mm-hmm. because I had been very successful at a very young age and worked up the chain that I was like, wow, this, this, it just wasn't as I had envisioned. So I thought it was so important to blend like you do that holistic, spiritual, whatever you call it, you know, source magic that we call it. Um, and that you don't have to be in a wellness, holistic healing enterprise to have a soul aligned business. And I was like, that's it that I want to be part of this movement. Yeah. It's more about doing things in your joy and doing things authentically. And what I love that you also wrote in your chapter is you talked about outsourcing things that weren't aligned with your genius. Mm -hmm. And I actually, because I reviewed everyone's chapter before I interviewed them again, I already read it once. And I was like, I think that's what I have to do next. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm starting to actually do because there's no way I can up level until I get there um, and do it more, more so, right? Because I have a team, but I I think I need more players and more very specific to hand off things that I've brought as far as I can do and then hand them off to people that do them better. So I, I love how you said when you started to outsource things mm-hmm. that it started to get better for you. Yes. And I've seen, I've seen so many people in, because again, I work with many coaches, leaders, practitioners in yeah. building out their group of events and retreats. And I've seen it both ways where people should have probably outsourced a long time ago. Ooh, sorry. And, um, the other way that people outsource too early. Yeah. And it's a balance of I did that well, too. Obvious, obviously you need to have a little bit of income so you can outsource appropriately. Like let's end. Yep. But you also have to under truly be clear on your gaps to outsource to the right places. And that's what I've seen. I when I first started, I had a high turnover in, in VAs and assistants and stuff. Like I need an assistant. We're gonna, I need somebody to do this, somebody to do this. And it didn't flow until I got really clear on, you know, on all those things. And again, being the, the boss and the supervisor and running the show at a certain level for so long, um, not like I was fairly competent in everything. Like, I know you, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. I am fairly competent in everything. And there's a difference between and this is a, for those who don't know the book by Gay Hendricks, um, where they, uh, where he talks about the big leap. Yeah. The big leap, the zones of genius. And it's a whole thing. So though, like, it's not mine, <laughs> there's a difference between competence and excelling and genius. 
Like that genius is that, again, the thing you do with ease and flow and joy and lightness, that's where you want to stay. Don't bring yourself down into where you're competent and experienced. And again, there are a lot of things I'm really good at that I don't do anymore. And and it just, yeah, creating that extra space. um, That's when I saw my business take off. Yeah, I think in some ways, you know, it doesn't feel good or you procrastinate around it. Like I was like, I can't stand writing blogs, right? I, I hate it, right? And, and when my VA calls and just like, yeah, we're out of blogs again, I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> right? right? So um, now I have a service that starts them all for me. Yeah. Right. So I have like outlines of 60 of them that I just got done. And I'm like, this is going to make my life so much easier. Right. That's like two years of material for me. <laughs> so right. little things like that, though. And like I hired a marketing team now and I felt like I brought us as far as I could to do it. And I have a master's in marketing, but that ain't my zone of genius. Right. Like that's I'm good at it. I get it. I'm really good at theory. But I don't do that stuff. You know what I mean? So I totally get that. I, I was so aligned writing your, reading your chapter. I thought it was so good. And you brought out so many points. And I loved that you highlighted the high, high ups and the low, low downs. Because I think that's really about the journey. And we don't all start at a really good starting block. Yeah. And, and <laughs> of course, when I finally, the story that I write about is how I started my business. The, like chapter two or the next next thing we didn't even really talk about. I we gl- I glanced in it about yeah. COVID. You know, I start I decided to launch a travel based business mm-hmm. five years ago. So half of my business lifespan here has been, um, you know, during in the pandemic. So talk about ups and downs and pivots and whatever you want to call it. But through all of it. I may, I kept sitting back into, like you're saying, that authenticity, that alignment, everybody, oh, do virtual, write the book, do the workbook, do, and I was like, no, my zone of genius is that in-person community building, that in-person transformation, as wonderful as virtual is, and that's how we met and how I got into your community, as fabulous as that is, it's not, there is something magical about that in-person experience um, and how it transforms you, even when it's, even when it's a conference or a workshop and not what I, not a woo woo deep spiritual event. Yeah. There's still something about that in-person activity. And that's my zone of genius is, is making those moments happen. So I kind of stake in the ground held firm to, okay, what am I going to do in the in-person space? and use the pandemic like to get really clear on what that was going to be. And I've doubled my business. I was going to say, you last year. skyrocketed. Yeah. And, and I, I've seen you get so focused. Yeah. And that's exactly. Yeah. And that's what came through aligning. Yeah. And by the way, for our listeners, Amy's running our first sole professional experience. I'll be hearing more about that in the coming months. <laughs> <laughs> If you're re- when you're doing this more like strategic planning and retreats and special experiences, 
Do you feel, I'm just curious, this isn't about the book, but do you feel that people are going back in that direction, but they want more of an experience? I feel this way. I want more of an experience than I do the old way of doing a conference. Yes, absolutely. And that's like I said, because I, I listened hard to the communities that I was lucky enough to get into during that virtual, I had a lot of, not for nothing, I had a lot of spare time. I, I poked around in a lot of places to find my people, right? Like, and, and as I was doing that, like I said, I listened really hard and, um, and saw early on, started seeing the trend. And again, this is what I'm good at. So I and started seeing where the trend was going to end. I saw it way before like that first month or two when it was when we, when we then knew it was going to be more than a couple of weeks, like right when that shift happened, I saw it that yeah, this is a big awakening for the, the planet, right? Like, yeah. you know, not to get, cause I am not deep spiritual. I'm not, I work with a lot of great healers and holistic people, but honestly, if you had told me that was going to be the space, the playground I was playing in and that I, I was going to be in something called soul aligned, I would have been like, you're off your rocker because, <laughs> because I'm very pragmatic, black and white, born and bred mass hole. Like it is what it is that East coast and we do what we do. But again, in listening in and really getting to tune into myself through that process of building a business, it's, there's no such thing as work-life balance. It's, it's your life. It's you. You're giving something up when you're balancing. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's all of those, like, again, and seeing your life in segments and silos and get all that went away. Yeah. And so people, like you said, people are craving deeper experiences. They are more open because of that virtual meeting and connection. They're more vulnerable in person to go to places where they don't know everybody and meet new people and be in new cultures. Like people are taking more risks in that way in their comfort zone. I'm not, you know, not, not high risk, but their comfort zones. I think everybody realized, not everybody, but there was a big realization that we were all just content and that that's not good enough. You know, like that's when things were bad, but having the pandemic we realized wasn't great either. Yeah. And I think what became so important to us and those personal relationships went higher up on our priority list, right? Because things that we didn't let go and the people that are still in our lives afterwards are what prevailed. Mm -hmm. We realized that the relationship was so much more important than the transaction. Yeah. And just staying in that facade of who you were supposed to be. Right. It really, it just shook up. It yeah. shook up all of those, whatever we want to call them, conditionings, yeah, you know, belief, environment, yeah. belief yeah. systems, paradigms. It just shook all that up. And for everybody, it was a little different. But even my husband, who is legit scientist, like talk about like black and white, no in between, no emotional conversation, just yeah. is what it is. Let's go. Um, even seeing people like him shift hmm. and again, not into these big, let's have a me, you know, he's not meditating and listening, <laughs> but just seeing him again, reprioritize and yeah. look at things differently. It's happening to everybody at whatever level they're at. 
So now like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I think everything just took off. People are planning. I kind of said like, don't, don't wait because you're going to miss the boat. I've most of my clients have already planned out 2023 and into 2024. They like it's happening and they want to catch that wave and be part of that momentum. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. I can see that. I mean, even myself, I'm looking for the experience now. Yeah. I want something where I'm traveling more and it doesn't have to be fancy. It just has And like what you're building, like what we're building is that it's, it's an event. It's, there is value to it. Business-wise education, all that stuff, but it's an experience. It's fun. It's light. It's, you know, and that's the thing. No more. You know, sitting in a dark conference room for days on end. And that's why we've never done one. Right. Because I didn't even want to go. Right. Right. (laughs) And like you're saying, it's not in. And for those leaders, like you say, those so many of the leaders are tired of, again, having to hold everyone else up. Mm -hmm. And I get that, like, because that's where I was in my career spaces. I was burning myself out by holding everybody else up. Yep. Right. So as I'm working with many different leaders, they're saying the same thing is I want it to be a group. I want it to be back and forth. I want it to be personal and not me on a stage sharing. They want everything to be reciprocal. And again, and there's a way to do that even in a large event where you get that intimate feeling. Yeah. Awesome. Right. So um, back to the book. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I think I think your chapter was so filled with great advice that you know made us talk all this other one. But how do you feel about the book as a collaborative project? Like, were you able to read a couple other chapters? Now you know a, mm-hmm. a few more of the authors, and we all didn't, included myself, didn't know everyone else. I did not know all of these authors that are in this book. I kind of sat back and said. Let me see who comes forward. Let me see how it happens. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate that a lot of authors invited other authors. So yeah. it is way beyond the people that I knew previously. So I'm so excited. Yeah. And my I was, first read through of the book, I was, I was blown away at how good this book is. What were your thoughts? Out of 25 people, I only knew three. Um, one that was already in our community. Oh, no, sorry, four. Forget about the game. <laughs> Shout out to Gail. So four, um, but that's also because we're in the same community yeah. and just being able to see who else, like you say, who else got brought in, who else was there. Um, it's been amazing. And I love that it's such a balance of, yes, soulful um, practitioners, holistic kind of people to help you heal and be on your journey and figure out what soul alignment is and yeah. how they've incorporated that. But then it's also a huge, you know, there's a group of like us who consider ourselves soul aligned, purpose before profit and all of those things. Um, we say purpose with profit. Purpose beyond profit. Beyond profit. Exactly. Yeah. It was like, not to, not to confuse that people, but, of, but yeah. Yeah. But there's purpose in but that we're not practitioners or healers or wellness professionals in that traditionally identified way. Um, And that's what drew me to the book. And that's again, getting to meet 
all of these other authors who are kind of playing in this space and saying, like, like you do, like your mantra, like we're going to change how business is done. It does. It's not nine to five. It's not work and home. It's not, you know, that we have to be more. And I'm a do, I'm a, I'm a human doing much more than a human being, but that's, but that's okay. And for, like you say, to be, to say, yeah, I do. I do a lot. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mover. Sitting back is hard for me. Yeah. And that I always used to try to fight against that, but getting to know these people and hear their stories and see the similarities of that's how they found their way. Like, Oh, it's okay for me to find that way too. That's what I realized in so many of these kind of anthology books is I hope, again, like, I hope we do more and share more. And I know you've got more on the burner um, because it shows that there's no right way. And that's what I think is so important because so many of us start our own businesses with the program or the coach or the whatever, which are all great. I love mine, my coaches, but it took me a while to find the right ones. Yeah. So I think that's a lot of soul lines. People. Exactly. That's all just part of it. Speaks your language. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. And that we, you know, we say don't shoot all over yourself. So much of my business growth was dropping the, well, I'm an entrepreneur. So I should be writing a blog twice a month. I should be doing this. I should be. And it was like, what, bring, hello, is why this is here. Yeah. <laughs> what brings me joy? What keeps me light? and doing and moving, you know, in, in an ease, easeful way, that's what I'm doing. Everything else kind of fell away and my business took off. Beautiful thing. Yeah. When you're, when you're in the flow. Yeah. That's where you want to be. All right. Well, thank you, Amy, for your time today and being a part of our podcast. Anytime you know where to find me. <laughs> I do. I want to thank, uh, well, first I want to remind everyone how to get the book. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Creating Your Soul Aligns Business, 25 Practical Strategies from the Experts. You can find it on Amazon. There is an ebook and a paperback. Um, very, very important. Um, go to Amazon. You can either do it through the Soul Aligned Business. You can find it through Soul Professionals. You can do it through Entrepreneur. I forget what all our keywords are. But Soul Aligned Business is probably the most important or Soul Professional. And uh, pick it up. Let us know what you think. If you got it, please review it. We'd love to see all of your reviews and what you thought. And let us know. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. For more information about the Soul Professional Movement, you can go to soulprofessional.com. This podcast is sponsored by the National Life Business Partnership, a global professional organization and business incubator for the soul aligned entrepreneur. If you live in a higher vibration, have an alternative approach to business and want to help repair the world, come check us out at soulprofessional.com. Come to a meet and greet and just see if we're your people. You can find the schedule and the time charts because we're in every time zone and just come out. Thank you, Amy, again, for your time today and being a part of this author interview series. Thanks so much. All right, bye-bye.